Welcome back to your daily podcast. This is Doc here coming at you live and always with me when he's here and he's always ready to go. That's the Professor John Gotti, the king of RNG, the troll master, the data analyzing ninja, the conqueror of his own fate. What's going on, boyo? What is up, my brothers and sisters? J.A. Gotti coming at you live with another awesome. episode. Oh, we have made it through one whole week. The Made Amongst Friends, this new format here. We're doing it every day, Monday through Friday, with a bonus on Saturday. Uh, it should be awesome. But, but... We had more of this play-in tournament, which, as it goes on, it just gets better and better. Um, and last night, we had the Wizards versus the Pacers. And for some reason, the East, and I had this conversation at, uh, at dinner last night, the East teams have been one-sided. Yep. You know, they've been dominant. The West have, have been so much more competitive, so I expect a competitive game tonight. But this these Eastern games have been so one-sided. I mean, what do you what do you what do you contribute to that? Like, what do you think is contributing to that? That these East games have been so one-sided, it's so crazy. Honestly, it's a mixture of just the other team really wants it. That's the first part. I mean, we kind of slim that fat off right there. But the other I think it's a matter of pace of play, honestly. Uh, the Pacers were actually pretty sluggish for the most part, which was kind of weird, given how they played, um, what was Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. So, so they were just sluggish, and they just couldn't hit shots to save their lives, honestly. And that's the thing that stinks is that, well, it doesn't stink. We, we talked about it the other day. Mm -hmm. I said, for some reason... Russell Westbrook we and Bradley Beal, they just seem to work. Uh, this whole, the whole thing they have, it works. Not saying, not taking anything away from John Wall, not taking anything obviously from James Harden or anybody else that Russell's played with, but this combo, you know, and that includes Paul George, uh, everybody else that he's played with, even Victor Oladipo, this particular combo works. Um, I even seen Sideshow Bob. I mean, um, Robin Lopez out there <laughs> giving the Pacers the work. Um, but it was an interesting game nonetheless. 142-115. Uh, um, like I said, this play-in tournament is, is really, really hitting. Um, the one person who did show up as he did previously, you know, DeMontis Sabonis, 19 and 11, actually had a triple-double, 19, 10 assists, 11 rebounds. Yep. Um, Malcolm Brogdon, another young player that has great potential. Um, and even Cassius Stanley off the bench came in, mm -hmm. you know, the, the former Dookie, uh, and actually played really, really well. So um, it, it seems like they might have just – ran out of gas i know they went on a was it 16 or 18 point run the wizards did where the pacers just didn't score for a long extended period of time yeah and like i'm sitting there and i'm like you know guys like 
it looked like me out there after you know three games. I can't believe you said that. You know, and you know, three games is three games is my limit. You know, but after well, three games, and 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 that right there speaks to you know, well, the way that we were brought up playing basketball. Well, if your jump shot's not working, what do you need to do? Drive it to right. the paint. Drive it to the paint. And try to do stuff. Like, you're right. They completely ran out of gas, and they just couldn't overcome the might that was the Washington Wizards. I mean, and big shout-outs to uh, Ryu Hachimura as well, too, who had a great game. Um, yeah. Sung hero. Yeah, and, and he's been – he was a good pick for the Wizards because he's the kind of guy, uh, kind of quiet, you know, going to – is a rising star, you know, doesn't know it yet, which is good, mm-hmm. but was is really has really, really humble beginnings. So I feel like this is going to be an opportunity for him behind Russell Westbrook, behind Bradley Beal, and even with the help and development of Daniel Gafford, who was, you know, giving the Pacers fits. I mean, he's blocking shots left and right. So um, I think that core, and this is what I talked about with the Hornets, this core, this is a core right here. So now you, you might say, hey, we might not need Alex Lynn. We can either bring Daniel Gafford up or we need to get a legit center in here and we can really, really run. Yes. Uh, but with this, what they have right now, this is a really, really solid core. Now, if they can keep them together, it works. I do agree. I think they just need a few pieces to become um, an elite Easter Conference team. Um, you know, maybe they can knock that out in the draft. Maybe they can knock that out uh, during the offseason. But their offseason hasn't started now. They are now the eighth seed. Yeah. And now we have to see if they can give us similar production in a seven-game series. You know why I'm excited about this, though, right? This this particular matchup. Why? Westbrook versus Embiid. I mean, yeah. I think they had some history together, and they, you know, uh, kind of go back and forth. It doesn't matter where Westbrook is. Uh, he finds Embiid, and, and they kind of go at it. So I'm really excited to see this matchup. Um, this is obviously the Sixers series to lose because, I mean, they've had every chance for the last couple of years to progress and get better mm-hmm. and really make that push. I mean, obviously, um, the previous year, Kawhi hits a big shot in the corner. I would cry too in beat style. That's um, yeah, that's what I said two years ago. Yeah, I, I was uh, yeah two years ago. Um, that. That shot was so clutch, and uh, I would, yeah, nothing you could do about that, but cry, uh, because you were so close to going to overtime, which is a possibility that the Sixers would have beat them in overtime. Um, But that's hearsay. Um, They they're the number one. They go against the Wizards, who I feel that that the Seventy Sixers can beat them. Um, just with Embiid and Simmons alone, but they really have some other talented pieces uh, that that really work. Um, But we have a game tonight also. You know, you're trying not to go 0-2, right? This is the whole thing. You're trying to stay in it to win it. The Grizzlies headed to 
Golden State to play the Warriors. Uh, this should be a really, really fun game. As I mentioned, Dylan Brooks, I feel it has future star potential. And obviously, you have the Warriors who have the championship pedigree. Yes. And I don't mean Triple H. That's what you did there. That was clever. I like that. That was good. Anything you're looking for in this game? Who has the advantage? Any key players to watch outside of the people that I or the person that I just mentioned? Honestly, I want to see which of these two teams, because they can both run. I want to see which team runs out of gas first. And gotcha. I think we'll we'll start to see that towards the tail end of the third, heading into the fourth, is when we start to see, like, okay, this entire game is starting to open up for team blank. Team blank. I understand. That makes sense. It makes perfect sense to me. Um, obviously, Steph will be stepping and... John Morant will be Moranting. Okay. Uh, so we'll, we'll have to see. Um, it's funny because when I think of John Morant, like the first thing that comes to mind is Morantis. And uh, I start thinking of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yep. Uh, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Uh, but looking at this game, uh, it's going to be a really good one. I'm hoping I get a chance to watch it uh, with the Glenn Fittage in hand again. Um, as we celebrate 8,000 listens since being on Anchor. Uh, so we definitely want to thank everybody that's been listening out there. 8,000 in two years. Two years. Yeah, not everything. This is just two years. So we probably have eclipsed, I mean, oh my God, who <laughs> knows how many listens. It's probably double or almost triple, but the 8,000 anchor lessons since we've been on the platform for the last two seasons, um, which is, I mean, it's been tremendous. I've uh, been tremendous, um, but we, de- we definitely thank you again. Uh, but really quickly, Johnny, we had some finalists, NBA finalists, um, which I know part of it you're happy with part of it. You might have some issues with, but let's start with the MVP candidates. I know you're happy to not see LeBron James's name up well, there. There's no way any <laughs> sports writer or broadcaster can put LeBron James' name under MVP for this You're show. You're right. You're absolutely right. And anyone who argues against it, we have years going back that we can make mm-hmm. the same argument for other people. We talked about this over and over. We would have to yes. probably do... I think when the MVP is announced that'll probably be that day's show like when we hear that when we see that final award ceremony we'll probably have to spend a whole show going over that gripe for the inconsistency of the mvp voting it's super bad really really bad it's the most inconsistent thing in sports honestly it's pretty rough uh so we have steph curry yes Mm -hmm. joel Embiid, and nicholas jokic I still think Jokic is winning this year. I think we actually yeah. said that he was going to end up winning this we year. Did. Before we the did. season started, too. So, yeah. I think Steph is in there because of what he done the last 20-some-odd games. Right. He really willed them to the to the play-in tournament. Yes. Um, uh, but I, Jokic I, I still feel like too. Paul should have been in this conversation for what he helped Phoenix to do this year. 
gripe. That's a part of the gripe. Yeah, but that's there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I get it. Steph Curry's been bombing threes like crazy, mm-hmm. but Chris Paul absolutely been willing that team to become better than what he's done, and he's he's a player who just doesn't get any respect. Right, and he's also the. I think Steph is also the scoring champ. So you got. I feel like they feel compelled to throw him in there. Uh, almost by default. I feel like people just look at certain the last till end of the season instead of the season as a whole, but that's here or there. But let's get to the rookie. Of yeah, the let's get to the rookies. Um, LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, and Tyrese Halliburton, um, which Tyrese Halliburton, I, I remember my brother wanted the Knicks to grab him mm-hmm. um, prior to the Kings. Uh, so I knew he had some talent. Um, I didn't really hear, of course, about him as much as you hear about LaMelo Ball and Anthony Edwards. I think Anthony Edwards most likely is going to win this. And the only reason I think that'll be the case is because LaMelo missed a lot of time with injury. Um, but I will say that some of the games that I did hear that Tyler Burton played, I, I did see that he was a really, really talented player. Uh, so the one thing that I would say is that Anthony Edwards gets some of the accolades because he had some of the, the big dunks on people. Uh, I mean, if, if we're quantifying dunks in rookie of the year, what are we doing? That's that's but that's how it is. It's all it's here's, about here's, here's quality plays. Lamelo's gonna win this. Anthony Edwards, so? while he has some really really great highlight dunks. He's not as consistent as people think. Um, and the same thing can be said about Tyree Halliburton. And it doesn't yeah, Halliburton really Halliburton is on the Kings as well, too. So people aren't really looking at what that team is doing, which is the other but then, but then again, people aren't really looking at the Timberwolves either. At least the Kings are exciting because they really have some exciting players. They do um, have some exciting players. They have a, Minnesota, another player that I really, really wanted us to get, uh, De'Aaron Fox, who I really wanted the Knicks to get. Yeah, but you know how that goes. I know. <laughs> um, but like I said, the only reason I could see LaMelo not getting it is because of the stretch that he, he missed up games via mm-hmm. injury. Um, but let's move on here. Sixth man of the year, Jordan Clarkson, Joe Ingles, or Derek Rose. Um, so this is a tough one. It's not a tough one, if you really think about it. Well, you let me know who you think. Uh, it's going to be Jordan Clarkson. I was thinking, I was actually thinking Joe Ingles. Basically, it's going to be a jazz mix, okay? <laughs> yeah, and, I was and, thinking. And, and as much as I'm a homer and I would love to see the Knicks yeah. in gold. Sure. I can't. Now, I if Derrick Rose win it, I'll be pleasantly surprised. Of but course. I would feel like this is more of a Utah Jazz award. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that makes sense. But uh, Derrick so Rose... Had an incredible year. I can't take anything away from him, and I appreciate everything he's done for the Knicks to get us to where we are. But six man of the year, unfortunately, the Utah Jazz have just their bench has been one of the best benches in in the whole uh, league. Absolutely. Uh, so let's look at here defensive player of the year. You know, surprise, surprise, Rudy Gobert, uh, Draymond Green, and Ben Simmons. Which Draymond, obviously, we we've seen him play defense consistently over the years unfortunately he's always probably had to go up against a Rudy Gobert a Giannis uh you know some of the other players 
I'm surprised to see Ben Simmons on here, but I'm I'm happy to see that he's improved his defense. Yes. And has, has really been using his frame. Um, and that's that's really, really important. Um, it's hard when you're going against Rudy Gobert. Um because he, you know, he's such a good I guess he's just a good rim protector. Mm-hmm. Uh that it, it, it's hard when you're, you're talking about defense. Like if this is all full, if this is all forwards, it would be a little easier to, here's, to judge. Here's, here's the problem with this award right here. And, and I'm going to say, I want Draymond to win this. Cause I think Draymond has contributed most defensively um, for his team. Now here's the problem that that hurts against him. It doesn't mm-hmm. reflect on the stats, right? It reflects on the stats for Rudy Gobert. So, I want Draymond to win, but, but in the words of our good friend, Mr. Woodley, Rudy Gobert is going to win that free. Wow, not free. free. Yikes. All right, Coach of the Gear. We got Quinn Snyder. We got Tom Thibodeau, and we have Monty Williams. Again, <sighs> I want to be a homer, and I would love to see Tibbs do it because he <sighs> did have the best uh, win – uh, turnover. Yeah. And that's what I'm Monty thinking. Winning, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. It's either going to be Thibodeau or Williams. Absolutely. Only reason, only reason I would say Thibodeau is because the Suns were in the playoffs. Or if, if they no, weren't they in the were, playoffs, no, were, no, they weren't. They were... They were, they they were gotcha. Okay. They were already running. Um, but the Knicks, the Knicks, I felt like... That, we were, that, we yeah. were the drizzling he took them to the number four seed. And took them to the, which is why I'm like, I want him to yeah. win, but it's hard to, it, it's hard to ignore what Monty Williams done with Phoenix, which is why did he I really claim with what Chris Paul has brought to that table as well, too. And that's why I'm thinking that Thibodeau did more than Monty because Thibodeau, although they brought in Derrick Rose and, and you know, an aging Derrick Rose and Taj Gibson, I mean, obviously Phoenix bringing in Derrick Rose, you know, uh, freaking bringing in Chris Paul, that's pretty huge. Yeah. Um, I don't think they, I don't think they look into that deep, but. No, well, of course not. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You, you, you do, uh, folks, you do realize that these awards are all just a sham, right? Like, we're yeah, it, it'll probably be. Because it's something uh, we it, to talk about. It'll probably be Quinn Snyder, all we know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, be the yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but in reality, it should be the latter. It should be Tom or Monty. I think that that would be the way to go. Uh, and this last one, this last one is really tough. Uh, most improved players. Uh, this is so tough. Um, honestly, I don't feel like Julius Randle improved. No. I feel like he's always played great basketball. It's just now he's on a major, a major, he's in a major market on a team where he gets a chance to lead and not have to play second fiddle to anyone. Obviously he was with the Lakers and then you bring in some of these other players. A la, you know, here's, here's what I'll say. I do agree with you. Here's the other part to it as well, too. He's finally gotten given the chance to show, but he's, we've seen right. what Randall did in college. Yeah. He's been good for his whole career. Great. And when he got drafted by the Lakers on that year, we were like, man, Julius Randle's going to turn that franchise around. Right. And they did nothing. That was bad front office management, period. We had all agreed no, to that. I agree. 
I can agree with that. He's going to win this award. I agree with you. He didn't necessarily improve. He just, he's now given the chance to show what he got. I'm going to make a slight disagreement with you here. I do agree. I honestly think that Jeremy Grant is going to win this. And the, the reason why I say that is because this guy was always a third or fourth wheel. Um, I would have never, yeah, I would have never expected a team to say, hey, we're going to build around this guy. Yep. Michael Porter Jr. is still pretty young. Only reason he's improved is because he didn't really play his first year or two. Exactly. Um, Julius Randle, we've already said it. I really think if they're looking at this based on facts, it would be Jeremy Grant. We literally just talked about how this whole thing is a champ. Here, here's why Julius Randle is going to win it, too. He was an all-star this year. Neither mm-hmm. two were. And he's going to most likely be in the NBA second or third team. All-NBA second or third team. So no, I get it. he's winning this. This isn't no, me being it. a homer, either. No, no. I know I, you're not I'm being a homer. You, you of these voters right now. I'm listen, telling you this. You haven't even given the Knicks props for making the four seed yet. You're so right, because we could have made it up to the third seed, and we kept losing games that we so, should So <laughs> you don't have to worry about me saying that you're a homer. I'll never say that. Um, and the, and the, all good. We made it to the fourth seed because another team lost. Pissed me off, folks, okay? But I'm not No, going I there. get it. But yeah, I so, get it. Uh, but that's why Julius Randle is going to win this is because he was, he's an all-star this year. He's going to end up being an all-NBA, probably 13. Um, and the stats also doesn't, you know, hurt him either. But I Absolutely. do agree with you about Jamie Grant. I'm happy that he's out there in Detroit basketball, basketball. just doing so. And I mean, who knows? Next year, you might see the Pistons out there knocking on that door. Yeah, in the play-in tournament or making the the necessary step. Um, I don't know if they've made... I know they took on a lot of bad contracts, so we'll see. Um, And personally, I don't believe in some of their methods, but, you know, I feel like maybe... Maybe they can make take it around. Dwayne Casey, I feel like, always turns the team around. And once he turns turns the team around, unfortunately, he does get fired. Yep. But he's going to turn the team around at least. Uh, so we'll see exactly what happened. But that is all we have for today's show. Again, be sure to tune in to us every day, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you can't find us on your favorite podcast platform which i know you can you can always go to www.debateamongstfriends.com for all of our show listings and as well you can follow us on our social medias at debate amongst friends on instagram and facebook with that being said tune in next week as we come back for more news analysis and the read.